Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. vodka. Cheers. But I mean, like we've said a thousand times, you need to, you know, put your shit out there and let it be and do the brave thing and, 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 and let it exist. Yeah. Yeah. I do it. Welcome to Will and Grace and Vodka. Hello. Are we on? David? Yeah, we're, we're recording. How long have we been recording? Uh, about 27 seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to our play. Welcome to our play. This is our so, play where um, we drink vodka and we talk about an episode of Will and Grace. And guys, pals, guess what? It's the season friggin' finale. Of season five. We made it through an entire five seasons. Eight, kind of, if you think about it. Um, but not really. Um, I can't. So, I, it's so crazy. Hi. That we're already at the end of this. Um, don't worry. We are not taking that long of a break at, no. at the end of our fifth season here. We're just going to take a couple weeks off and we'll be back in your ears mid-July. Yes, we will be back in your ears July 21st. Dope. Great. Thank you for having that calendar ready because well. you're the most responsible person. <laughs> am I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I so well, speaking of drinking, what are you having? Yes. I am having, um, I was going to do something fun and fancy, but turns out I don't have really anything in the house <laughs> ah, to do that. Sure. Sure. And okay. um, not really interested in leaving my house wearing a mask. Um, <laughs> so I have just a, a bubbly, a classic vodka with... A cherry bubbly. Delicious. I am having I see. my favorite flavor, ruby grapefruit, a white claw. Um, because I am what? Lazy. Yes. Good. And um, I mean, efficiency is key here, right? We have a lot to get through. We have um, a lot to get through. This is an iconic episode. I love when we have these Truly. because... I mean, there are so many, like we love this show and there are so very many iconic episodes, episodes that you watch and you just, you know, every word. Yeah. This is one of them. This is for sure one of them. And it was a blast. It was a blast to watch. I laughed very much. I laughed out loud. I was guffawing at Jack. No. Guffawing? Guffawing, David. I would die. (laughs) just die i cannot dying (laughs) you must be dying (laughs) (laughs) oh hey it is today sean hayes's birthday so oh no how oh my god happy birthday sean hayes i know right i'm a fool i didn't know i forgot to send a a fruit basket we didn't send a fruit basket so sean expect that (sighs) forthwith uh yeah don't you worry, you'll have mangoes and and peaches and things to your doorstep. Yeah. We don't and, know where you live. Don't be and, scared. And, and, and pears wrapped in foil. Hmm. A Harry and David basket. Mm-hmm. I love a Harry and David basket. Hey, Carolyn, how hey, David. the hell are ya? I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. I cleaned my whole house today, so that feels really good mm. because it's been quite some time. And... Okay. Um, and I just feel really accomplished. Like I scrubbed the bathrooms and oh, yeah. 
Um, advanced reader copies of my book will be coming to me soon. So <laughs> that will go out for reviews. Oh, that's so scary. And that's exciting. So exciting. And, you know, my business is still dead. So cool. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> People will always get married, and we don't have a lot of overhead. We'll be fine. You'll be okay. Uh, You'll be okay. How in the hell are you, David? Dandy. How am I? I'm. Uh, uh, I'm really excited. So you cleaned your whole house today. I am having a big cleaning day tomorrow, oh, which I'm extremely excited so for. Um, I have a pot of chili bubbling away on the stove. Yummo! Because um, it's not that hot here. Uh, believe nice. it or not, and mere moments ago, the one of the most confused. So I'm not staying in my home. I'm staying with my boyfriend right now, um, because of quarantine and so on. But and his building has a pool, and surrounding that pool, like like the surrounding areas of so many other pools, is you know a cement area. Mm-hmm. And something do they do here on a weekly basis is leaf blow that area okay and so that was happening about 10 minutes ago and i'm glad it's over because that means we can record but (laughs) um it's very strange and i are there a lot of leaves no okay all right sure aren't. and what leaves and detritus there are go into the pool and then another day another thing that happens weekly is a, a person comes to clean the pool. And so for me, I'm just looking at this from a, a business analyst perspective. Right. Like, of an, course. I just think that maybe we cut both of those mm. and, uh, and, and just have one person maybe sweep a couple times a month mm-hmm. and, Maybe have the residents use the skimmer when they hop in if there's a if there's a bug or a leaf. Oh, bold of you to assume that humans will do anything. True. To help other humans. True. Well, I'm here and I'll do it. I'm just that bored. That's right. <laughs> That's my boy. Um, anyway, as you can all tell, my existence is riveting at the moment, mm. as I'm sure is your own. Yeah, I'm just kind of picturing you standing at the window, like just kind of staring all day at the goings on. I it's yeah yes it yeah. yes it's literally that. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm I also um, halfway through my 30 day yoga challenge. So oh, that's I've, exciting. I've done 15 days of yoga, so that's pleasant, huh? That is pleasant. I love that. Yeah. Me too. Um, it's feels great. Just a quick programming note, uh, kids. Oliver has decided that being out on the deck is his only mission in life. Mm, And now that I'm recording upstairs, it is all that you're going to hear. That's the way it goes. That's the way way it goes. goes. So instead of screaming outside the bedroom door, he's now screaming at the deck door. So he loves it. Hey, I sound good, huh? You d- hey guys, because I guess got my what? microphone and my headphones, <laughs> both of them in one place. Tell David how proud you are. We'll wait. You're so proud of me. <laughs> I am so proud of you. That's wonderful. <sighs> um, sorry, I'm adjusting my stool, and I'm sure you can hear Your that. Stool, my stool, stool. my stool, Georgian. Um, <laughs> so, what That's do you think? Should we should we dive into the season finale? 
Uh, why not? This is why very not? exciting. I said we have a lot to get through, but it's just a it's a thirty minute episode. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not that big a deal, but yeah. it is fun because a lot of great. It's just so good. This episode is so good. Let's do it. What is the episode, Carolyn? This is episode 524, titled 24. Original air date, May 15th, 2003. Directed by James Burroughs. Written by Gail Lerner, Carrie Leiser, Joni Marchinko, Tracy Pustpaust, John Canale, and Bill Rubel. Now, that is the rest of the writing team. So one team took last week's episode. One team took this week's episode. For the season. Finally. Uh, David, tell me what that Hulu summary is. This is funny. <laughs> I'm so glad that Isn't you delightful? figured this out now, finally, at the end of our end of fifth season. season. Five. <laughs> um, Karen confronts her ex-husband's mistress before inviting her friends aboard her extravagant yacht for a somber ceremony. Grace gets jealous of her husband's sexy co-worker, Deborah Harry, also good. And we cut off there because why? There is a character limit. On the also, Hulu video summary. Deborah Harry, what? I I know. She's not in this episode. She's not so, in this. Like, still did somebody think, did somebody think Nicolette Sheridan was Deborah Harry? Oh my God, possibly. How foolish. How foolish. Um, tell me, is there trivia? There is. Nicolette Sheridan auditioned for the part of Grace, but Deborah Messing got the part. Wait, Newsflash. Deborah Messing got the part? Can you believe it? Good for her. Also, imagine we'll send her a fruit basket too. I could not. No. Um, Though I live for Nicolette Sheridan, Desperate Housewives Forever. I've never watched. (gasps) What? You knew that. You've yelled at me about it before. Are you even a gay man? No. (laughs) I disagree, but I I disagree that you have not watched Desperate Housewives. I may have seen an episode or two, but... I disagree. Oh, okay. Well, fine. I, mm-hmm. My lived experience is incorrect. I disagree. You da- That's okay. unacceptable. Um, okay. But, Other so, trivia. The name of Stan's yacht, where he was supposed to be buried at sea, is All You Can Eat. <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um... Carolyn, are there any people of color whatsoever in this episode? Uh, no, just um, Rosario. Okay. As a maid, yes. All right. Just no black one. people to speak of, no. No. Okay. All right. Um, shall we dive into the summary? Let's do. So we open at the funeral reception. Jack and Will are standing together, having a drink. And we're talking about how beautiful the ceremony was. And the first thing that they can think of to say is that they were the best looking people there. And they, they were the reason that the funeral was so beautiful. Also, was it? I <laughs> No, it was because <laughs> it, it was wasn't. done by a priest. <laughs> it was it was a few weird eulogies and then Karen kicked them all out. Fighting over a will. Right. So, okay. Uh, So they talk about the 20K and like, why would you think, why would Stan think we were a couple? And and then Is that your third drink? Are you counting? Counting? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
So Grace is excited about Guatemala and makes a bad joke about having a B in biology in high school. Makes her a doctor down there. Super racist. I'm super not acceptable. So bored with those kinds of jokes. Me um, too. And then uh, Lorraine is heading out. Lorraine Finster. And this is like iconic. It's everything. As soon as she walked into frame holding yeah. that garment bag, I was like, oh, I know what scene mm-hmm. this is. And Karen has followed her. And she's mm-hmm. gleeful that Lorraine is leaving. And she wants to expect the su- inspect the suitcase. And yeah. of course, Lorraine says, I may be a stripper and a whore, but I am no thief. And of course, she's holding one of Karen's diamond rings. And then... There's one in her boobs. And Karen says, and... And... Minnie Driver steps her feet about uh, shoulder width apart and a diamond jewelry thing falls out of her vagine. Vagine? It's hysterically funny. It is because it's so just step drop and the audience goes wild. It Brevity is the soul of wit and Mm -hmm. it is just like step uh, and step drop the end the end funniest joke of the latter third of this season i think <laughs> yeah. like truly and so um, karen thinks it's very impressive and in another life they could have been friends in under different circumstances this might have been hello instead of goodbye <laughs> yeah uh so after seeing lorraine off who does have a diamond tiara up her bum which i think is very nice of karen to let her keep well, after putting it up her butt, who would want it back? <laughs> yep. And so Karen goes back into the reception and Leo says, the Taco Bell flyover was really nice. <laughs> yeah. And she calls him Lars. <laughs> Lars. Oh, that's right. And I think that's another like just indication of how much we're supposed to not care about Leo anymore. Well, but I mean, like she called, she usually calls Will Wilma. Wilma, yeah. But that's yeah. a cute nickname. Lars is a different name entirely. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah, she just like has forgotten the hell out of Leo and that's fine. Um, he was also the one who burst into the apartment the other morning on the day of Stan's death. So she probably is having a little animosity. Also, your good friends know when you're with someone you shouldn't be with. Absolutely, they do. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Man, we have really like come round the bend on Leo here. I have a whole thing at the end. Oh, about, I can't wait. Great. About season five. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. Um, I have no prepared remarks, but I will no, wing okay. something and it will make you cry. Um, so then well, they're all just sort deliver. of... <laughs> They're all just standing around. And Karen is talking about going on the yacht to St. Bart's in the morning mm-hmm. to scatter Stan's ashes. Which and... sounds great. Uh, right? Yeah. And so Jack and Will offer to join her. Very charitable of them. Uh, so sweet. And to what take we a yacht get to St. Bart. Is. A little back and forth between Jack and Will saying, ooh, there's a jacuzzi on board. And Grace saying, is there a jacuzzi in Guatemala? And, oh, the food we'll have on board. And we'll have good we'll food, have nice right? meals, right? And, and he's like, when it, when it, it, if the food drop comes that week. 
Uh, and there's lots of shopping duty-free on St. Bart's. And Leo says there's lots of duty in Guatemala. And Karen says, Grace, come with us. And Grace is super sad that she has said, I'm going to go help people, which she probably wouldn't be able to do. Like, she's not doing doctoring without borders. No. Like, what, is, what is she going to be doing down there? Um, I mean, maybe some volunteerism? Yeah. Of some like, kind? Something like that. But that doesn't seem like our grace. No, it does not. <laughs> also, it kind of furthers, like, why are they together also? You know? Well, I see, I don't have so much a problem with that because I do think that opposites attract. I really do. Like, I don't think that everybody needs to, like, like in a romantic pairing, not everybody needs to have all the exact same convictions all the time. Like, um, and let's remember, Grace and Leo haven't fucking known each other that long. Good point. It's been less than a year. Very good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And or about one year, rather. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that's an excellent point. Like, he probably never would have guessed that Grace doesn't really have a charitable bone in her body. Right. Charitable bone. Charitable. Charitable. She doesn't have yeah, any gerbil bones in her, bone in her body. Um, great. <laughs> Uh, and Leo's like, you know what? Go. Go on the boat. I know you're not that selfless. Go. And she's like, I love that you get me. And decides to go. Great. Enjoy yourself, girl. In Pops Rosario. Uh, there is somebody here to see Leo. It's Dr. Morty. Dr. Morty has arrived and wants to see leo and leo explains as rosie goes to get dr morty that uh the trip was planned in such a hurry that he didn't have any time to fill out paperwork and so dr morty agreed to bring him said paperwork and in walks nicolette motherfucking sheridan in all white ding 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 tell me um with a high blonde pony long and straight and she is wearing a, like white or cream pantsuit, but with no blouse underneath and no sleeves. And she is so fucking elegant. Like, my God, she's gorgeous and she's funny and she looks incredible in this. Like, I don't know why it works for her to be wearing that's something that's like a little psycho. But she looks great. She looks amazing. She looks fine. Oh, okay. Grace not... is so much hotter than her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she totally is. But like, I love the look. I don't. It's not for me. No? No. Okay. 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 No, I don't. I'm sensing a... Oh, excuse me. There was a uh, <laughs> message that came through there. Pardon. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway. Leo does not introduce his own fucking wife. No, no, he sure doesn't. Dr. Morty. No. And <clears throat> she immediately grinds my gears because she, number one, says, oh, Leo didn't mention he had a wife, knowing how women feel. Mm -hmm. And 
two, she says, all the nurses hate you or all the ladies in the hospital hate you. Like, listen, bitch. Just be polite. Just be like a a person. Yeah. Because this is aggressive and rude. And knowing what we know later, that she is deliberately trying to steal Leo, Mm -hmm. she can get fucked. Well, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. The wrong choice of words. Well, (laughs) certainly. Um, But no, I I, I agree with you. Obviously, obviously, I'm Dr. Morty. Team Grace all the way. Grace is so much hotter. Um, so <clears throat> Leo you know, walks obviously Dr. Morty please. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Grace is like, she seems nice. <laughs> Cause everyone's looking at her in anticipation and it's so hysterical. And then we get Jack's gorgeous. He walks over really. And just like the biggest grin on his face. He walks over. He just leans right over and he goes, you must be dying. Are you dying? I would die. I would die. <laughs> I, so yesterday I was stretching uh, and I was on my back doing leg stretches and I kept falling. Like my legs kept falling because I was laughing so hard while I was watching <laughs> this part of the episode. Uh-huh. I just, it's so funny. It's, it's so the dying good. bit. It's maybe the second or third time he's done it. And I love it. It's, it's perfect. It's it is. so simple. It's so funny. And it allows him to just be like the goof that we like, that is our favorite Jack. Yeah, like exactly. It's incredible. Um, And so Karen, they're all piling on. Basically, Karen thinks she's hot. And Grace is like, <clears throat> I look good sometimes. I once almost let someone cut in front of me in the supermarket. And <laughs> And uh, Will's like, you have nothing to worry about. Calm down. And that's pretty much where we leave it. Yeah. And um, so we go to, uh, we, we go to the yacht. And I love a yacht look. Do you have this set memorized? Because I have the set memorized. Fucking fully. Absolutely 100%. Yeah. It's iconic. Yes. And yes, everyone it's- in there... Yacht clothings. Ah, love. Um, so they are on the yacht and Rosario carries in a popcorn bucket. <laughs> and um that pop she's it's it, it she's acting as if it is quite heavy, and it turns out it is one of two that contain <laughs> Stan's ashes. <laughs> it's not great, Dan. <laughs> it's not great, Dan. Uh, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god! And then driver pops in, and he's one hundred and sixty-five, and uh-huh. he he's like, "We're shoving off, Mrs. Walker," and, <laughs> and they're like, "Wait, he's that's your limo driver. He's the captain." And she's like, eh, "Boat, plane, train. Who cares? As long as I'm drunk, what's the difference?" <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so Leo mm-hmm. is there saying goodbye to Grace, and he mentions that he's flying with Danny, which makes sense because to they're going to the fly same on the same flight. Sure, but Grace's hackles are raised. 
And Mm -hmm. what we're seeing on the surface is a paranoid woman who doesn't trust her husband. That's not what's happening. Grace's instincts are telling her that something bad is happening. Mm-hmm. And she knows it. Mm-hmm. But if she see, she can't say anything because she'll seem crazy. And let me tell you, as someone who's been cheated on a lot, mm-hmm. I had some feelings watching this. I'll bet. Like, she knows. She, she knows. knows. She knows. Yeah. Um, and she's trying so hard. She's trying so hard not to. She is. And that's the hardest part is being like, no, this is fine. This is fine. I'm going to ignore everything that my body is physically telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Leo's like, you have nothing to worry about. And maybe at this point, and I think this is true, at this point, she doesn't have anything to worry about via Leo. No. no. Right? No. He. I mean, he gives before he leaves to catch his flight. He's, you know, he's giving her this really... I mean, he, in his Leo way, she's like, he's "Why aren't very you taking flippant this?" About her feelings, he's. She says, "Why aren't you taking this serious? Why won't you? T- or won't you please take this seriously? Seriously?" And he says, "No, I won't because I'm committed to you, and nothing. I'm not going to do anything." Um, and on the one hand, that's a lovely sentiment because, you know, it's like, I need you to trust me. On the other hand, however, it is like it is. Uh, disregarding of Grace's feelings on the matter. And like, but I mean, in that moment, Leo is, uh, he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. And what, what is he to do? Like if he says, well, you're right, you should be worried. She's super hot. Like that's fucked up. But if he, and then if he does the thing that he does do, which is be like, no, Grace, stop. It's like, okay, I'm mad at you now for being inconsiderate, you know? (laughs) Um, There was a way for Leo to handle this, and he did not do it correctly. He should have sat there seriously and said, look, I don't love that you feel this about me, but I need you to know I am committed to you. He should have been serious. Instead, he's Mm -hmm. making jokes and feeling insulted. And and I, you know, (laughs) it goes a little too deep for this, multi-cam comedy podcasts that we have. That's what we're here for. That's why we have a whole podcast about it. Go for it. There is is no way that Dr. Morty hasn't made a pass at Leo before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Mm -hmm. She writes him a whole ass letter and puts it in his bag. And we think that's the first time that she has said anything to Leo about this? No. You don't. You do not make a a gesture like that letter. Mm -mm. Like, because the letter is like, it's like, I know I can't have you. How does she know? Because she's already tried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duh. Because the ring wasn't going to stop her. No, never. She's tried. She does not care. She's the villain here. Yes, 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 yes. Nicolette Sheridan is everything, though. Also, okay, I believe you. Mm-hmm. I I do not believe that Nicolette Sheridan Sheridan is is Dr. Morty. <laughs> um she is the villain sort of on Desperate Housewives too is she? and she's incredible. She's, she's got that great like angular face. And that she uses it's camp ex- it's camp camp camp. Like 
it's just extremely beautiful and like yeah, extremely villainous. Yeah. Yeah. She slays. You should yeah. check it out if you ever get the notion. I mean, just the first like two seasons though. <laughs> I feel like I maybe watched five or six episodes at the beginning. I don't remember. I remember a hot pool boy and totally. Eva Longoria. Yeah. Justine Metcalf. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So... Grace is like, she, you know, she can't really say anything. And she just says, you're right. And also, he says he could see her thong through her wedding dress. No, he could not. No, he couldn't. We remember what the wedding dress looked like. It wasn't see-through. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't see-through. It wasn't tight. No. It was yeah, a ball right, gown. Exactly. Right, right. Just silly. Um, it was a $20,000 ball gown. Vera Wang, remember? Jesus. Um, okay. So... Leo goes, and um, we're we're partying on the yacht. Uh, we come back, and um, have we skipped over the part where... Oh, no, that's later. Sorry. Uh, so we're out on the deck. Ding, ding, ding. All right, please. These sweet, wonderful men mm-hmm. in their tiny little bathing suits. Tiny. They're not that tiny. I just no. I'm tiny for two thousand three. There we go. I've seen your little bikini shorts. Yes, you have, and I love them. Mm-hmm. But they just look so friggin' cute. I know. With their sunglasses and their <laughs> their arms are out, and we they can are, see them. They are. Those, those are fit. Those are fit men. Oh, their arms are all out and. <sighs> They just look like dream boats. They look like dream boats. They're so handsome. And I just think they're adorable. And Will tries to put sunscreen on Jack. And Jack thinks he's hitting on him. And this was a whole scam to get him to marry him. Uh, Which is hilarious. mm -hmm. Um, And then also foreshadowing Uh for later. (laughs) And then Karen is still wearing a suit, by the way, this whole episode. Amazing, amazing suit that her yacht wear is still yeah. a suit. Um, she comes out onto the deck and she wants to talk to them. And she's like, Karen, I have something to, or no. Will, there's three things I wanted to tell you. One, thank you for being here. It really means a lot. What are the other two, Karen? Oh, when you sit like that, I can see your balls. <laughs> man berries. Oh, man berries. Excuse man me. Berries. Right. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> Manberries is the wrongest thing. I don't like that one bit. Um, and it's time to scatter the ashes. Yep. And the boys come out and they're wearing gorgeous suits, mm-hmm. no tie, look great. Oh. Oh, and heaven. Grace comes out. Full J-Lo. Like, so stunning. And hilarious to me, too. Like, so I loved funny. the joke that um who said who says like grace is gonna be late for the nbc or uh mtv beach house <laughs> she is she's wearing a bikini that opens like just covers her breasts and but is open all the way down to her navel and then backless completely and just a, a sarong and big sunglasses and a big old hat and she Giant just looks hat. so glamorous i love it she's so gorgeous truly um, just really, really funny because 
She didn't know how to dress for the scattering of ashes. What a yacht. Right. Grace. <laughs> Grace, you're getting it wrong. Again, girl. Um, Stan turns out destroyed a whole ecosystem and created some islands with cannonballing. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I cried. Oh, tell me about that. Karen saying I would give anything for one more dance, one more kiss, one more night at the opera where we're scaring the people below us. <laughs> and it just got me. that Because Megan Mullally is acting the shit out of it. And it, it really got me. Um, and she kind of gets herself and she says, you know what? Thank you for being here, but I actually think I want to do this by myself and asks everyone to leave. And she pauses and she's about to start, um, you know, scattering the ashes when who should walk out but one Miss Lorraine Finster. Um, she, Rosie's also playing the bagpipes. Oh, excuse me. I forgot. Yes. Rosie on the bagpipes. She's like, you can go too, Rosie. It's, it's a delight okay i'm sorry lorraine arrives here comes lorraine and she's walking down she's holding a box and you know they trade barbs whatever and she's like sorry but i thought this might be important and she opens the box and it's stan's favorite toupee his parents gave him that for sweet 16 and as somebody who went bald sweet young 16. i i appreciate i appreciate the joke um and uh so they decide they're gonna they're gonna frisbee it so they frisbee it (laughs) off the boat and they fling it and they're watching and they give it just as just enough of a beat and they're both looking up and out and she goes wow get some air under under that thing and it really moves and it's just like this moving moment for them and it's hysterical and then you see the toupee floating on the water. It's so that sad was another, and hilarious. Like, belly laugh for me. It's yeah. so, so funny. And then, of course, <clears throat> we go inside. Mm-hmm. And the tide is high and I'm moving on. I'm going to be your number one. So um, we've got a few songs to go into Spotify. A few um, great songs for the Spotify yeah. playlist. And the boys are dancing. They're having a little dance party. They're getting a little lit. Grace mm-hmm. is a, calls herself a bombshell and picks her teeth, which is, I think, where my entire personality came from. Fully. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm a friggin' bombshell. And then she just, right in her mouth with her yeah. fingernails. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. And I, I, I really, in this season, I think I recognized how much of Grace informed who I am as an adult. She really, they really took the time this season to make grace apologize less for for being who she is and um i love that so then she goes to poop like you do (laughs) yeah why not and the boys dance and will's like i see a new gay bar over there and they go over to the bar and they're just they're getting wasted is what's happening yeah yeah and lorraine and karen are holding hands on the back of the boat Mm -hmm. and karen's like you're good people how can i help you and Lorraine's like, split some of that giant fortune that's almost a billion dollars with me. Almost a billion dollars. $985 million. Good Holy cannoli. And uh, Karen is like, no, 
No. How would I even begin to divide up that kind of money? $985 million. Insane. Um, That's crazy. And so Lorraine does the honestly only sensible thing. Um, yeah. And uh, starts smacking her around. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are on the couch in an iconic moment dancing uh-huh. yep. to Crocodile Rock. Crocodile I fucking love this song. Crocodile Rock I is a go-to karaoke I song think of mine. Crocodile Rock is one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, it's definitely wow. in my top ten. It's definitely so. my favorite Elton song mm-hmm. because it's just fun and silly. Um, and it's, like, anthemic without being saccharine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, great song. Great song. And in the background, <laughs> Lorraine and Lorraine. Karen are chasing each other back and forth. And Lorraine shoves Karen into the water. <laughs> Off board. And then Rosie dives right after her. Yep. <laughs> and then it's the next morning somehow. And Grace is still wearing her bombshell suit. Only this, she's got those like harem pants on now. I love a harem pant. I, I'm wearing a harem pant currently. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Uh, and what's happened is the driver has found Leo's bag. Mm-hmm. So how do Leo, you get on an airplane without your luggage, sir? How do you leave a yacht to go to the airport and not realize you have your luggage? Like how? how? I don't know. I I've said before, I don't know how people miss flights. How do you miss a flight? How do you do that? I mean, I understand your life together, extenuating circumstances, like a a traffic accident happens in front of you and you can't get there. No, but just like, oh, I was late and I missed my flight. How? What are you doing? No, don't do, don't just plan better. I can't, I can't deal with that. Those, those, Um, those cost hundreds of dollars. Don't miss flights. You know, she makes a really good, like, she does this so well. She's, oh, God, I hope there's nothing he needed in here. And she unzips it because it's her husband's bag. It's her and husband's bag. And of course, she's going to, like, Duh. make sure if she needs to send something to Guatemala, she's going to look in there. Like, mm-hmm. what if he forgot, like, his stethoscope or something? I don't know. Right, yeah. And, like, she needs to look. And so the way that Deborah plays that is so honest and not like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder what's in here. You know, it's yep. very like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I hope he hasn't left something he needs. Like his medication for something or whatever. Yeah. And, and of course on top, she right on top, a letter. This looks private. And she rips into it. Absolutely. She does. And she should. Mm-hmm. And inside is a letter from Danny Morty, Danielle Morty, <laughs> Dr. Danielle Morty, um, uh, proclaiming her love for Leo and, how uh, she wants him and whenever she, whenever he, you know, whenever he's ready just to say the word and she's going to honk. There's like a yacht noise that happens, you know, over the explicit stuff. And um, there's this gorgeous moment that we get from Deborah Messing mm. where she finishes reading the letter and she crumples it in one move with her hand. And she just says to no one in the room, bitch. It's so real. It's so real. It's so good. It's so well executed it's by her. Phenomenal. It is mm-hmm. that little scene with just her is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's where we leave it with Grace for season five. Fuck. Fuck, Danny. Oh, my God. I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. How dare you? How dare you? And in an iconic moment, mm. the very last scene of the season of season five, we show Will waking up shirtless in bed, obviously hungover. And it's a little twin bed. It's just a little twin bed. They're, they're so cute. There's two twin beds. There's one right next to the other. There's one for Will. And obviously the other one is probably for Jack. And he wakes up. He sits up. You know what this is. He's like, Jack, where are you? Jack sits up. He is also in that bed. And he is also shirtless, at least, at the very least. And they scream. It's cute. End of end episode. Of end episode? of season. End of season. We did it, you babe. You believe. You know, I kind of can. I can too. It's a a great, great, great season. It is spectacular. It's complex. It's hilarious. So I did a little summary of the whole season. Because I was like, Oh, yes, you did. I know David's going to ask me my takeaway for the entire season because he does that every season and I always forget about it. Mm -hmm. So I learned. So I was like, What happened this season? What would be my takeaway? Okay. Grace and Leo meet. They literally meet this season. Mm-hmm. 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 Jack talks to Kevin Bacon. Grace decides not to have a baby with Will. That's a whole plot point. Yeah, uh, who is excited for it, just in case things work out with Leo. Karen struggles with whether to tell Stan about her affair. Jack and Karen plot to get Grace and Will back together. Karen finds out Stan has been money laundering and will be going to prison. Mr. Stein Whoa. returns. Leo tricks Grace into meeting his parents. Jack starts his own acting class. Grace and Leo impulsively get married. Karen moves in with Will. Jack is hunted by the gay mafia, headed by Elton John. The Nutcracker happens. Will and Jack play soccer. We meet Barry. Grace has a kooky neighbor. Barry gets a makeover and Will falls for him. They date for a minute. Lorraine is Stan's mistress and Jack kind of loves her to me more. Babysits Jack. Karen falls for a maintenance man. Karen dates Mr. Sign. Grace makes a sexy video. Leo comes back from Africa. Will gets hooked on painkillers and Karen gets a roommate in Madonna. Macaulay Culkin is a hotshot lawyer. Stan dies, leaves everything to Karen and they all take a cruise. Jack and Will sleep together maybe and Leo might cheat on Grace. How did all of that happen in one season? (laughs) My God. I know. Jam-packed. Action-packed. Like the guest stars, Elton, Madonna. It is one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. Yeah. I, Barry happened this season. We spent four entire episodes on him. I forgot. Why does Barry feel like it happened when the weather was still cold? It did. That's wild. Um, so, Carolyn. Yes, David. What is your takeaway from this episode slash season five? So here's the thing. I wrote the summary and didn't really think about the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Tell me yours. Um, my takeaway from the episode is trust your gut. That was my first instinct too. And like, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but like, Will, Jack, relax. You're both single. What's the problem? Grow up. Sometimes friends friends hit it. And that's life. I- you know, chill. It just it happens. <laughs> it happens, right? Um, especially also, you're gay men. You haven't already slept together. This is shocking. Um, it is kind of shocking because they've known each other since Will was in college. I know. Uh, my takeaway for this season is, huh, you know what? It's also trust your gut. 
Um, yeah. It's that's a good takeaway for the season. It's uh, are you in love with somebody? Are you like head over heels? Fuck it. Get married. Like trust your gut. Are you thinking you might not share with your husband the details of an affair because it doesn't amount to anything and it might hurt him to know the truth? Trust your gut. Are you thinking, um, let me see. Yeah, no, trust your gut. Trust your gut. And, and the grace, the grace apologizing less thing. Mm-hmm. Live for that. Also, like, will you, you lost by not trusting your gut initially um, with Barry. You should have trusted your gut from the get go. Yeah. Yeah, and... I think that's I think that's my takeaway as well. Um, especially with Grace, trust your gut. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, Leo's the one who proposes. Leo's the one who wants to move forward, mm-hmm. and she's a little hesitant. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, not having a baby. Trust your gut. Yeah, the whole baby thing happened this season. The whole baby thing felt so long. So did Barry. Like, this season had some huge plot points. It really did. It really did. When did we start recording season five? I feel like it was around Christmas. A little before, maybe? It was in... No, it was in... Hmm. I think we did the premiere in December and then we figured out that we needed December and we recorded yeah, the second one. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. So we have been doing this for six months. So it does feel like a very long time ago. Yeah. I mean, like, well, we're on track. That's like how long it's been taking us to get through a uh, season. Yeah. So. But it's it's just taken, um, like, there was just so, 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 so much in this that was huge. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the marriage, the baby plot point, Kieran's affair, getting back together with Stan, not being with Stan, Stan and Lorraine, and just like everything that happens. Like Jack starts a whole acting class. And then forget and has time to forget about it and eventually maybe quit. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about, and like we've talked about this a little off air, is that like, so the world has completely changed in the time since we started recording this true season um yeah you know forget the show as a whole but like this season the world has changed forever um and like obviously COVID-19 has been like a tragedy and a huge um a, a, a just like a monumental moment in our lifetimes um but I think something that is even more relevant to you know what we do on this podcast is the the um the sort of uprising that we're seeing around race and uh you know the black lives matter movement and so on and i couldn't help but notice me personally i don't speak for carolyn but like i couldn't help but noticing earlier this week i just got curious and so i decided to check out the social media accounts for the stars of the show the creators of the show the nbc official social media accounts. Mm-hmm. And I have to say there was not enough support for my taste. I'm comfortable saying that. Like we're not affiliated. We don't like, we don't answer no. to them in any way. And um, if anybody there hears this, like 
I hope you speak up a little more because uh, now's not the time to be quiet. You know, um, Will and Grace has this wonderful legacy of doing so much for the gay community as far as visibility is concerned and changed a lot of hearts, I think. And I love that. And that's part of the reason I love the show so much. And don't get me wrong. I do love the show. But part of the reason that we started doing this additional segment toward the end of the um, season here of like, are there any people of color in this episode? Is because I think that we need to start naming things because like the like the more time we take to like specify to be specific about what we're talking about when we say Black Lives Matter, the 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 more the more we can actually do with um, that phrase and the philosophy behind it. So a black square will not cut it. Let's do a little more. Like let's like. Let's do more. I hope well, you're, I the, hope you're doing more that we can't see. I hope that I'm wrong. Very well said. And uh, black rights and gay rights are one and the same. Inextricably linked. Inextricably linked. Exactly. Um, one without the other is nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we must step up for all of our marginalized brothers and sisters that aren't straight white men, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, that starts with raising awareness with huge platforms. Mm-hmm. So so use your platform. Raise awareness. Do something, please, if you can hear us. We love you. We do. We love you so much. <laughs> we love the show so much. And that is the end of the season. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey, guys, um, we adore you. Thank you so much for listening. There is, ooh, it is thunderstorming here. I heard that. There is serious thunder happening. I love that. Yes. Oh my God, you're going to sleep so well. Oh, I love sleeping in the rain. Um, I miss rain. Not outdoors, like while it's raining inside my home. <laughs> not inside But it hasn't my home, rained inside raining. her house for over two years. Thank God. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, listen, we just, the the gratitude we feel towards all of you is just astronomical, and we hope that we make you happy and make you think, and um, we love you very much. Thank you so much for supporting us. You guys are the best. And we love when you engage with us. So Dave, thank you so much for telling us that. You remember the middle finger happening. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you too want to be like Dave, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Will and Grace Pod um, or either of us individually, individually at Certainly David or at Care Says So. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. And yes. thank you to Patrick and Emily J, Dara T, and Natalie G for your continued patronage. We love you. Uh, PJ, uh, PJ Hanky, thank you for our theme music. And also Sasha Gerritsen, our executive producer. Where would we be without you? We adore you. Nowhere. That's where. Nowhere. That's it. That's season five. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.